Like, why is it Dorian Gray jokes never grow old? Hi, <laughs> no. America. No. Hello, oh, world. No. I'm so clever that sometimes I don't understand a single word of what I'm saying. You've got to love Oscar Wilde, haven't you? I love him. We're all in the gutter, but some of us are looking up at the stars. I like that. <laughs> My name is Adrian Lee, and I am your host. Welcome to the show. More questions than answers. The only paranormal quiz show anywhere in the world. Each week, my guests and I will search the world's newspapers, websites and TV shows just for you to bring you the very best in paranormal talk radio entertainment and enlightenment. We will then test each other's knowledge of the week's events of the mysterious, strange, supernatural, unusual, bizarre and just plain weird. If you have just tuned in especially to hear the show, then I admire your taste. If you have just tuned in by accident, then I admire your luck. I am huddled under my quilt with a large flashlight and a nice cup of tea with tonight's guests somewhere in the barren wildernesses of the Midwest Plains with the sound of my elderly mother snoring distantly from the room next door. Now each week we press our ear against the bedroom wall whatever my mother was listening to before she went to bed picks and pulls on her unconscious mind, and that's what she's snoring. <laughs> when the snow lay round yeah, about, about, deep and crisp and even. Something about Stephen, what? Yes, St. Stephen's Day, <laughs> Boxing Day, the day after Christmas. Did you I used to it. think as a child, did you used to sing Good King Wenceslas last looked out? Yes, no. Instead of I good, still do. Good King Wenceslas. <laughs> King of Bohemia, the Czech Republic, back in 880. Uh, you leave this show with more than you arrive with. So snuggle under your covers, turn yeah. out your lights and hold on tight. The rules are very simple. Points will be awarded randomly for being interesting or for making me laugh or shiver in horror. Extra points will be available for shock and awe value. To help me control my rowdy panel of recidivists and reprobates, I will employ what I have called the inappropriate bell. An example of this would be... The panel have no idea what's coming. I have no idea what stories they have for tonight's show, so let me introduce my guests. Firstly, the mysterious and heathervescent Heather Morris. She's been a paranormal investigator for many years, with her own team called Hellhound Investigations, and does all of her best work in the shadows. She is now one of the leading audio and DVP experts with the International Paranormal Society and brings her knowledge and research skills to tonight's show. She is also our producer and sound engineer. Heather jingles all the way. 
because nobody likes a half-assed jingler. <laughs> I am so glad people can't see us right now. <laughs> yeah. I can hear things in the background. I can see things flying around my head. There is sign language, <laughs> which is abounding. This is why we can't have cameras in the studio. No. You know that. This no. is why. I also wish to introduce the mad and crazy Michelle Corrie. She was born and raised in Moira, Minnesota, and has a keen and avid interest in all things paranormal. Michelle is trying hard to get into the Christmas spirit, but she can't get the bottle open. Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> I love Christmas spirit. <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? What have you got there? I got a Bloody Mary and wine. <laughs> Mixed together? No, you went, side by side. You've got a Bloody Mary and wine. How's that I con- love it. Of course you do. <laughs> I also wish to introduce tonight our resident psychologist, Chad Peters. Chad thinks the Rudolph story is all wrong. It is usually the brown noses that end up in leadership positions. Oh, so true. Welcome to the show. (laughs) One and all, they're mad, they're bad, and they're paranormal. This is season three, episode 42. So as convention dictates, we stumble into the first round. That is a lack of... Of general knowledge as we ring the gong of infinite knowledge with the poorly wrapped gong of infinite knowledge, the sticky tape of statistics and the frozen baubles of facts. It has been cold this week, hasn't it? Stand back, ladies and gentlemen. The gong of infinite knowledge has been sounded. We sprint into the first round. Now, last week we had questions. We had a quiz on Michelle's brother, okay. Mike. <laughs> yep. oh, that was great. That I thought went very well. So for the first <gasps> time in the history oh, of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Michelle's mother. <gasps> no. <laughs> no, you're right. I'm making that up. It's <laughs> 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 not true. <laughs> to be fair, Michelle, he did ask me this week. He texted me and he said, do you know what Michelle's mom's name is? <laughs> oh. She's awesome. One day. One day. Now, on this day in France in 1503, the prophet and astronomer Nostradamus was born. So, for the very first time in the history of MQTA Radio, I cannot believe that bizarre, strange, and fascinating facts about Nostradamus. Happy birthday, sir. Nostradamus, famous, of course, for predicting in 1549 that the History Channel would make around 3,700 documentaries. About him, he was a very perceptive young man. <laughs> Points to be too. one and accurate, of course he mm-hmm. was. What unusual book did Nostradamus publish at the beginning of his career? That's all you need to do tonight to win the points. Think bizarre, well, did it unusual. Have to be his quatrains to have something to do with them. With his quatrains. I've never seen them. What's that? Some sort of muscle you need to work no, out? No, that's what his predictions are called. They were quatrains. Forget his <laughs> predictions. The first book he published had nothing to do with predictions. Completely off the wall. Very bizarre. Different to anything he would do. What do you it think? It was about a kitten. He wrote a book. Nostradamus. Fluffy. And the, some string. La mm. Chatte Noire. <laughs> Kid's book. Kid's book. <laughs> Mr. Fluffy has an adventure with string. Right. How's that wine From bloody Mary combination? Publishing or whatever it is. Oh. You're going with a book about kittens. And string. And Don't string. forget theory. String theory and kittens. <laughs> that should be a book. Yes, I'd call it Cat's Cradle. 
Oh, good one. <laughs> I love this show. Michelle, what did he publish a book on? Think Bizarre, Strange. He's French, remember, so bear that in mind. Any thoughts? Weird sex positions. Weird sex positions of the French of the 16th century. Mm. Couldn't see that coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well bred. Wow. French bread. No. Yes, no. You're, yes, you're a no. pain. <laughs> We're on fire, ladies yes. and gentlemen. Chad, win the points tonight. What did he publish a book on? He was an herbalist, so I'm going to say something about plants or uh, hallucinogenics or something. You're 100% correct, of course. He was a Jesus, herbalist, but that's Mary. not the answer. <gasps> the good Lord giveth. <laughs> I <laughs> Chad, this put it down. I'm so excited about it. <laughs> it was a book of jelly recipes. <laughs> it's true. Wow. He also belonged to the Jelly of the Month Club, apparently. Of course he did. <laughs> he published a book. He was French, of course, and they do love their confiture in the France. Recipes for marmalade, cherry jam, and pear and quince preserved. A potted history, no doubt. There. If a tomato is a fruit, is ketchup a jam? No. Just throwing that out there. Don't care. There are more Who cares? questions than answers. No points to be won after the first question. Yeah. He made in that book a recipe for love jam. Oh, no. Then I was right. No. (laughs) (laughs) And the recipe for love jam reads more like a spell. So bearing that in mind, you shall win some points tonight if you can give me some of the ingredients of his love jam. Passion fruit. (laughs) You're going to go with passion fruit. And an eggplant. Eggplant? (laughs) I see where you're going with this. Wow. Yes, I'm going with either one of them. Both. I'm seeing the emoji of an eggplant. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's mm-hmm. what I'm seeing in my mind's yes. eye. Yes. Okay, you're going with the eggplant, eggplant passion, passion fruit, fruit, spell peach combo. combo. Nice. Ah. Sounds very, very tasty. Michelle, what's in his spell of love jam? Honey. Honey. Jam. No, J- I mean... <laughs> I can't help thinking. Wow. See, you need to be a bit more witchy. This I mean, is... cream. Okay. Uh, toad. Toad in the hole, yeah. And, uh... A bat's eye? Yeah. Eye of Newt. <laughs> An eye from Newt. <laughs> Chad, any thoughts? Step in and rescue the points. What's in his love jam? Am I the only one who's thinking, I'll show you what's in my love jam? <laughs> you do realize but, uh, this is our Christmas special, right? Oh, right. Um, in that Free. case, let's go a little cleaner. Um, maybe some kind of hair of a bull or something from a bull's horn or something. We have sparrow's blood. You'd have to squeeze a lot of sparrows to get a pint, wouldn't you, is what mm. I'm saying. Octopus tentacle suckers. <gasps> Just a suckery bit. And uh, mandrake apples. Yeah, it's a small herbaceous Mandrakes plant. Mandrakes have apples. Mandrakes apples, That's yes. not what I've seen in Harry Potter. No. Well, I don't know what version you've seen. Harry Potter is what you've seen. I love Harry Potter. You leave him alone. What aisle in Walmart would that be? Can you show me the mandrakes the apples and the octopus testicles? <laughs> it's right next to the beetroot. It's just missing the crunchy frog and the lark's vomit, isn't it, really? The international <laughs> aisle. Yeah, there world is a market. World market. <laughs> yep, I'll have the octopus tentacles, the sparrow's blood, the mandrakes apples. That's with the British food over next to the hobnob biscuits and the marmite and the custard. Mm-hmm. The Marmite's lemon curd. disgusting. Ugh. You say that. Yes. But octopus tentacles, <laughs> those Sticky. are phenomenal. Apparently, if you made the love jam, and you can make this at home, of course, in the 
comfort of your own kitchen. No. It would induce someone to perform a love act. It's a spell. Would make that happen. Would manifest itself. So you can jam it anywhere you want. Could you control who would do it to you? <laughs> I don't know the rules. You're going to have to read the book. <laughs> Someone will walk away with some points eventually. Because how many prophecies did he predict in his entire lifetime? And 36. we're talking thousands. <laughs> 36. Yes. Okay. Do you want to change your answer? No. So you're going 36. Yes. Okay, Michelle. Heather's going 36. <laughs> what are you looking at here? 7,000. You are going to go 7,000. Chad, what are your thoughts? I'll go 2,000. Michelle wins the first points of the evening. She gets two prophecy points. No, no. You didn't say whether they were correct or not. <laughs> Nope, I just said prophecies. Which ones were his predictions? Oh, man, I would have said that then. 6,338, to be Ooh, precise. How Very many close. were right? I have no idea. This is the broken clock is right twice a day method of prophecy, I'm led to believe. <laughs> On this very day, in 1476, Vlad the Impaler died mm, in battle. No. At the tender age of 45, believed, of course, <laughs> to be the inspiration for Dracula. Yes. Tender Tender because of the skewers. That's also true. <laughs> Marinate. So for the very first time, a marination. <laughs> oh, God, we're going round to Vlad's and I bet he's cooking kebabs again. He's obsessed with kebabs. Honestly, everything's on a stick. It's you sure chilly. he wasn't born in Minnesota? Yes, oh. <laughs> at the State Fair. That's right. Vlad's. Olaf. Olaf the Impaler at the that State a step Fair. further and deep fat fried everything yeah. on a stick. Oh, my God. God, that would be the best stand at the State Fair. <laughs> you say that, but I think I'm right in saying that Vlad the Impaler actually boiled a gypsy once and made all the other gypsies then oh, drink the stew. No way. Yeah, 100% correct. Sure. Oh, no. So many a true words said in jest. So for the very first time in the history of MQTA Radio, how can I believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Vlad the Impaler, the Halloween yard decoration champion from 1456 <laughs> to yeah. 1462. Winner. Yeah. The Turkish Sultan sent a group of men to see Vlad and he insisted they remove their turbans. They refused on religious grounds, so Vlad did what? What did he do to the Turkish Ottoman gentleman that arrived in his court wearing turbans? We're not taking them off. Vlad's not very happy. So he took off their heads. He just cut their heads off. I'll take them off for you. And I'll take them off for you. That yeah. seems like a good solution, doesn't it? Yeah, and spite them. Nice. Any thoughts, Michelle? Anything you'd like to add to that? You're suggesting... He nailed them to their heads. He nailed their turbans to their heads. Chad, what are your thoughts? Started the turban on fire. <laughs> Michelle <laughs> has won the points. He nailed nice. their turbans to their heads. She's now up to a very respectable four. This is true. In 1462, Vlad empowered how many Turks in one single day closest one will win we're back 321 in the, we're back in the thousands oh <laughs> 3210 uh, can you be more specific no 3210 yes 10 how many turks did he impel in a single day in 1462 michelle 4500 4500 chad what are your thoughts 2500 2,500. Michelle is on fire. Oh, what this woman doesn't know about love, jam, and impaling is incredible. 
irresistible. She's a long way short, despite being the winner of that particular question. It was 20,000. In, in one a, day? In one single day. I don't think so. <laughs> it's true enough. That's 20,000 trees, by the way. I did the maths. It's 833.3 people an hour. I think that's a fabrication. I'm guessing the point three is like a Turkish midget, something like that. What? You leave the midget for One of his nights, the stench was so bad, by the way, that one of his nights covered his nose with his hand. And Vlad thought this was very rude and he impaled him as well. Jeez. How could they? He's got a giant army, of course. after 12 hours. I'm telling you, he impaled on a single day in 1462, 20,000 Turkish Bunk. Ottoman soldiers. It's there, written in the history Bunk. books. I don't care. Well, you need to do the research, and you've got no points. Bunk. Maybe Turks just didn't shower that much in 1462. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it's bunk. He was outnumbered by the Turks, so him being kind of mean, I guess, was to kind of scare them away. He's actually seen as a hero in Romania. Oh, he yes. fought off the Ottoman Empire and he's seen as a hero. They have statues of him in Romania to celebrate his life. They are. That is Dracula, of course, or Daniela when he's at Starbucks. <sighs> the different ways they <laughs> no. spell my name when I tell them my name's Adrian is incredible. The yeah. names I've been called in Starbucks, unbelievable. On this day, <laughs> in 1819... Alabama became the second, <gasps> 22nd Union State. So happy birthday, Alabama. Alabama. And for the very first time in the history of MQTA Radio. I cannot believe that bizarre, strange and fascinating facts about Alabama. We shall whiz through these and everyone will get lots of points. Of course. In Alabama on Halloween, it is illegal to dress up as a what? Turnip. You are not allowed to dress up as a turnip or any kind of root vegetable in Alabama for fear of being assaulted. I don't know. That's just what came to my head. You're going to go with root vegetable in Alabama. No root vegetables. Oh, a raccoon. You're going to go with a raccoon. A raccoon turnip. (laughs) I've never read that. Is that a children's book? The raccoon and the turnip. Oh, my God. It's so Michelle. A witch. You're not allowed to dress up as a witch. Chad, what are your thoughts? State legislator. It's a priest. You're not allowed to dress up as a priest in Alabama at Halloween. What sweet item are you not allowed to have in your back pocket anywhere in Alabama? It is illegal, Michelle. A lollipop. (laughs) A lollipop. No suckers for you, Mm. Heather. A bit of honey, because those are nasty. You're not allowed to have bitter honeys. Chad, what are you not allowed to have in your back pocket? It's sweet. You are one. How did you know that? That's remarkable. (laughs) Who doesn't know that? I'm going to give you four points. You've hit the the nail on the turban. It is. A hundred percent correct. It's bad. Dracula's favorite ice cream flavor, of course, is vanilla. That's worse. Take points away. No. I love this show. It's Wednesday. You're in Alabama. The sun's gone down. It is illegal to sell this snack item after dark on a Wednesday. No mm. snack items. Frog's legs. You're not. You're, they're snacking on frog's legs, are they? <laughs> it seems like an Alabama. <laughs> I guess that could be true. Yeah, why not? Frog's legs. <laughs> Michelle. Boiled peanuts. Bald. Boiled. Oh, boiled peanuts. A bald peanut. That was her accent. There's yeah. no hair on it. <laughs> they're bald peanuts. Listen to me. What are you thinking there, Chad? Ooh, I don't know. Chocolate bars. It is peanuts. <gasps> you're not allowed oh, to way. sell peanuts. After dark on a Wednesday night, apparently, what in Alabama. Heck? I know. She's been smoking. Michelle's going to get two more 
dry roasted mm-hmm, points. Yeah. This must have been put in place. The famous Alabama Wednesday sundown peanut riots of 1917 <laughs> instigated <laughs> that law, of course. Perhaps someone was assaulted. Uh, no. 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 I love this <laughs> show. That was then, but this is now. As we get to our favourite part of the show, it's the mailbag. Mailbag! We love the mailbag. We love receiving your messages of support. All of your comments, most of them come to us on Facebook. We would love to hear from you. If you'd like to write to us, we will read out your comments. If you post those on our Facebook site, more questions than answers with Adrian Lee. Catherine in California posted, If I was a plastic surgeon, I would 100% put a squeaky toy in every breast implant. Very random. Yeah, do, you mean they're not supposed to nice. do that? Can you imagine? You're sat in the cinema in a romantic film and all you're hearing is <laughs> throughout the cinema. That could happen. No. I don't have a squeaky toy. That's the best I can do. Mm. Thank you for listening to the show. It's very random. <laughs> John posted, I love this show. Will Michelle need her bucket tonight? Always it's needs to a Heather. bucket. <laughs> Depends on what stories. You've got a very, very delicate gag reflex haven't yes, you I do. we should have a bucket show please heather no just a show of things that will make <laughs> no, michelle no. gag the food we've eaten on this show on air. Tea. yes we're not going to bring that up again john listens to us first on the dark matter digital network at 10 p.m central time every friday night we have a hundred thousand listeners in 190 countries all over the world mandy in minnesota posted whoop whoop finally Friday night. Yeah, thank you. Awesome. You don't have to miss a single show. All our shows are archived. They're free. If you go to soundcloud.com, all of our shows over the last five years are there for you. That's on soundcloud.com. MQTA Radio is what you need to search for. You can listen to them on long journeys. You can listen to them back to back. If you're cutting the grass, plowing the snow. If you're in your workshop, watching Forged in Fire and setting fire to the shed. You can be doing that if you're watching The Curse of Oak Island. If you're impaling Turks, if you're making love jam, any of those things, you can (laughs) listen to the show. Remember, if you're listening on SoundCloud right now, why not press the little orange love heart? Show us how much you appreciate what we do. And we do an extra 20 to 25 minutes that we put in our archives that we can't do on air because we'd get removed. We'd get taken off. We'd be fined. As we're searching through the stories of the paranormal, the strange and the bizarre, we come across stories of a sexual nature, things that we can't read out. That we can't resist. That we can't resist. But in our archives, we can say and do whatever we want. Whatever. So at the top of the hour, we stay in the studio. We record for another 20 minutes after we've gone off air. And they're the kind of stories that are laden in love, hot, sticky jam. And in the windows. Innuendo, splashings of hot gravy and globulous lady parts. Wow, how bizarre is that? Frog's (laughs) legs. So everything's on there for you. Also on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, BuzzSpark. No, it's not BuzzSpark. I don't know what it is. Spark plugs, gas masks, bean sprouts, love jam. It's all there for you if you can't find us. You've only got yourself to blame. Mm. And why not leave us a nice review on iTunes please, or Stitcher please. as well? We'd be very, very grateful. Share us. Steve from Massachusetts posted, the next time your wife gets angry, 
drape a towel over her shoulders like a cape and say, <laughs> now you're super angry. <laughs> I think that works. <laughs> it works. Me laugh. And you can then be her sidekick, no balls boy. <laughs> Steve, the best thing to do under those circumstances is to say to her, I think you're being very unreasonable. And she'll think about that and she'll say, yes, I agree. I do think I'm being unreasonable. And she will apologize, I do Are believe. Are you talking? That will work. <laughs> We've got a fabulous letter. I'm going to read this letter out. We get some mail. Is it good? See, Ooh. we get more than just emails. Actually, a oh proper physical letter wow. here. For real? This is Marlon. He's from California. Yeah. He's written Merry Christmas, MQTA. Thank you for all of your hard work in making us laugh each week. MQTA is a masterpiece, thanks to you. I have recently come to appreciate your good-natured and witty observations regarding the Treasure of Oak Island television (laughs) program. (laughs) (laughs) It's such good fun. While digging in my own funny pit. That's a funny pit. In a secret location in the hills of Yorba, Linda, I uncovered these old British pennies. Could this mean that Queen Victoria actually romped through these very hills? Oh, drink! (laughs) Drink! Is it possible that coins fell from the pocket of Oscar Wilde in 1882? (laughs) Drink! This guy's got the spirit. William Gladstone have buried a secret cache of money in our local terrain? (laughs) Oh, crap! Drink! Drink! I must console myself with the reality that regarding my discovery of these anachronistic relics, there are more questions than answers. I would like you to distribute these lost treasures as a token of my esteem to you, your your staff and your staff. (laughs) Your staff. (laughs) As a reminder of the treasure you have given us all each week on MQ. Oh my God. The real treasure is the laughter you bring to us. Merry Christmas, MQ. T-A. Oh That's my awesome. God! And there that was four Victorian pennies from the 1870s. Yeah, really I'm gonna cool. cry in the envelope, and we all got one each. I'm gonna use mine as a trigger object. Do you know we do investigations, Ooh. and you put a coin on a piece of paper and draw around it? No one else is gonna have a <gasps> English gonna... penny from the Victorian period. I'm gonna make mine into a necklace. I'm yeah, gonna, yeah, I'm gonna make mine into an amulet. Putting mine on my uh, trophy shelf next to my fencing trophy. Nice. <laughs> wow. Moving swiftly on. <laughs> And <laughs> lady parts. <laughs> and finally, an important announcement from Batman regarding this time of the year. He says he doesn't smell. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Batman. You can donate a single dollar to our show. We have many overheads. We have studio costs. All of the platforms I read out we have to pay for. And this show's free. It will always be free. Yeah. But if you wish to donate in the Christmas spirit a single dollar, for each episode, if you go to patreon.com, search for MQTA, you can do that. And you do get a lot for your dollar. You get to listen to the show first. And you get to hear episodes that have never, ever been put out on air. And we plan on doing more. And if you send us your address, if you're a Patreon, we're sending out stickers in the future. There. Mm-hmm. So if you're a Patreon, and we will contact those people separately, of course. Yeah. But you'll be getting a little... Some goodies, some Christmas. You won't be getting a sticky octopus. (laughs) Starfish. (laughs) The trick is to move a dollar bill around with your sticky octopus (laughs) against the glass. That's the key. It's your job. I'm led to believe. But that's on Patreon. And we're very, very grateful to all of our Patreon subscribers, including Martin in New York, of course. I love Martin. Martin. And Robin you can join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. We have a hundred thousand followers on Facebook. All of the cartoons, the jokes, the stories, and much, 
much more. All of the comments, the laughter. It's one big happy, merry family. If you go to Facebook, we have 6,200 followers on there. And if you're looking for a stocking stuff, if you're looking for a Christmas gift, my books are available. If you're interested in ghosts, history, the paranormal, being psychic, go to Amazon, go to any good bookshop, search for Adrian Lee. I write the Mysterious series, Mysterious Minnesota, (laughs) Mysterious Midwest, How to Be a Christian Psychic. All those books are there for you. Miss Morris, do you want to advertise your websites and your goodies Mm. for the Christmas period? Oddly intriguing collection. You can find some bad bears and some bad bunnies. and Actually, they work wonderful for kids that are scared for monsters under their bed, so... The Star Wars stuff. Oh, and, and this Star is on Wars Facebook stuff, yeah. if you look for Oddly Intriguing. Oddly Intriguing Collection. If you see a blood moon with an owl in front of it, you found me. Now, is it a good time to talk about this week's Curse of Oak Island? Oh, my yeah. God. I had a blast <laughs> this, this week. <laughs> Each week at 8 p.m. Central Time, while everyone's watching live The Curse of Oak Island, <laughs> we stream live a discussion on our Facebook site. Yes. And the jokes and the laughter and the drinking games are incredible. It's a blast. We have hundreds and hundreds of people taking part. It's such a bad show. It's very, (laughs) very funny. So that's The Curse of Oak Island, 8 p.m. Central Time on a Tuesday. And we're live on our Facebook site, More Questions and Answers, at the same time. And it's very, very funny. If I recap this week's episode, of course, they found a broken saw blade. Uh, and they found wood in a tunnel in a hole with a shaft. <laughs> yes. And after lots of drilling, there was a rod in a void. Yay! Yeah. I don't know what Freud would say about that, Miss Morris. Oh, well, I was thinking, and you and I had discussed this, and I think we were going to discuss it with Chad and Michelle, but what are we going to do at the season's end? Go out and get a life? Go and do something well, they're interesting? Gonna, they're no. going to have discovered some amazing Templar treasures by then, but... We have, to pick, we have to pick another show. That's what I'm thinking. We have to pick another show. And I was thinking we should kind of leave it up to maybe a vote you can put together. Yeah. Ooh. Why, thank you for giving me more work You're to do. Welcome. That's perfect. I appreciate that. <laughs> the highlight of Tuesday's show, and this was very surreal, and it sent oh, a chill my God. up the back of my spine. <laughs> Every single person is watching The Curse of Oak Island. We're the commenting... Best. On the more questions and answers Facebook wall, as more oh questions and God. answers. And the guy from Birmingham with the metal detectors, a Bobby Dazzler. And what did he say? He shouts out, there's more questions and answers. <laughs> right there's more that's questions it. and answers. Yeah, that's it. That's all he said. Art imitates <laughs> life. It was a very surreal. Planets aligned. Angels <gasps> sang. Somewhere in the we world, an angel him. was born. We paid him. That's Don't unbelievable. Lie. I Holes found that. were bored. Very, very <laughs> remarkable. Or, or he listens to the show. Probably. Who doesn't? I know. We have right? 100,000 listeners in 190 countries, including Canada. They're in our top five every week, aren't they? Call me Gary. Hey, Bobby Dazzler. The thing that made me laugh the most. <laughs> Kathy's comment from Minnesota. Oh Kathy Rose is hilarious. I in my pants. <laughs> this made me laugh out loud. She said, this is a really interesting episode. They're filming a meeting. That's yeah. true. Seconds That's later, true. she wrote, and now they're filming a dead woman's paperwork. <laughs> That's true. That's well. Everything you want on the Curse of Oak Island, 8 p.m. on a Tuesday. Chad, it is now that part of oh, the show no. that we go to our random comments. Sivu play Dr. Chad Peters. Delilah did not cut Samson's hair. 
in the Bible an unnamed man, not Delilah, cut Samson's hair. Who knew? Who knew the Bible would be misquoted? Who thought that? (laughs) I didn't know they had barbers in the Bible. Apparently. Someone had to have their hair cut. They had sharp tools. Did you know that the animals didn't go into the ark two by two? They went in pairs of seven. You can look it up. It's in Genesis 6. I'm confused now. It's very strange and very bizarre indeed. I just want to mention, before we get stuck into the paranormal and the ghost, we have a charity that we contribute to every single Christmas. I just want to run through that very briefly. There's a fabulous woman in town. Her name's Clarice. She's in her 70s. She won't mind me saying that. She single-handedly runs the food shelf in Wyndham. She does. We're in a small town in the middle of southwest Minnesota. It's been hit very hard by the recession. Times are hard. They fed over 400 people last month alone in a town of 4,500 people. And we like to donate to the food shelf. I know. 100% 100% of every cent you send it does. goes to the food shelf. Yeah. And yep. I volunteered there. I've helped out there. I've raised money for them. It's a fabulous organization. It 100% is. guarantee your money will be spent very wisely to help people eat and have Christmas dinner over the Christmas period. And remember, if you give freely, you receive freely. So if you'd like to donate to the Sharing Center, that is in Wyndham, you need to write a check to the Cottonwood County Sharing Center. Cottonwood County Sharing Centre, that's P.O. Box 173, and that's in Wyndham, 56101, Minnesota, of course. And I will post that address on our Facebook site. I did promise that last week and I forgot, so I'll get that up there now. And if people can donate, even if it's just $5, $10, that will mean a family over the Christmas period will be able to have Christmas dinner. So thank you, Clarice, for all that you do. Michelle scored eight. I am yet to score. Heather's yet to score, but she is drinking a combination of wine and Bloody Marys. God, Heather, yummy! That sounds so terrible. Giving giving your answers as things like raccoon, turnip, and a cat book with string probably isn't going to help you win a quiz, but I admire your enthusiasm. Chad has scored four points. As we enter the round, that is ghosts and hauntings, and remember, we don't do orbs. Oh, God. Irish woman who married a ghost of 300-year-old pirate <laughs> says she's splitting up. Oh, I saw the really? story. I saw it too. We read this story out several months ago. Who yes. knew? Oh, God. Amanda Teague, 46, from County Louth, married the Haitian pirate named Jack yep. earlier this year. The wedding to her soulmate took place on board a boat in international waters off of the Irish coast. This is a ploy... To get wedding presents. I do believe she got a couple yeah. of toasters and a bread maker out of this. Boats and hopes. Boats <laughs> and hopes. <laughs> right. Wow. I would hope for things for my boat. And nice. hoes. <laughs> first of all, I have several questions and maybe you'll answer them. But how do you get a ghost divorce? <laughs> and Ghost magistrate? That's what I'm wondering. And how do they settle this? What does he have to give her that she now gets? I suspect they may have got divorced on the back of the fact that it was an annulment because he couldn't, you know, physically constipate the marriage. Or it was under a year. I think she met someone else. Another ghost. Well, it says the Irish Mirror reports the couple have called it a day. Apparently he was involved in that process. (laughs) After less than a year, perhaps he was ghosting her. Oh, no, no, I no, love that this work. show. Taking to social media, Amanda said, so I feel it's time to let everyone know 
that my marriage is over. I thought it would last forever. Having got all of the money from Hello Magazine and being in the sun and all the royalty. I will explain all in due course. But for now, all I want to say is it's very, very difficult. You should be careful when dabbling in spirituality. It's not something to mess with. The split is another blow for Jack. After he was purportedly executed for thieving on the high seas in 1700s. He's having a rough afterlife. That's a bummer, isn't it? Not only was you executed, but you got to marry an (laughs) Irish woman. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, she's got her mother's beard. (laughs) Pirates of the Caribbean fan Amanda previously told the Irish Post how she spent £4,000 to look like Captain Jack Sparrow. Johnny Depp's character in the film. She doesn't look anything like him, just so you know. Money well spent. Nothing. So no history of mental illness there. No $4,000 difference. I can't believe she married Jack or he did it for the crack. (laughs) Oh, God. God. I love this show and I shall give myself two hearty Mm. points. Heather Morris, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Ghosts and Haunting? I'm going to see if I can make it through this. Are you ready? Let's well, having this. trouble with your reading already. It's a bit early. Yeah, to, everything's yeah. blurred. Have you it? not heard what I've been drinking? Tonight? Yes, I'll help you with the long worms. All right, two men who escape being crushed by a semi say it was the voice of God. You ever yeah. been crushed by a that semi? Save them. What? Oh, 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 oh! I just got that. <laughs> well, we heard a voice. Oh my! And. It was to get out of the truck, and I looked down, and I saw a semi. He was swerving toward us. They were making their way the only way they know how. (laughs) That's just a little bit more. (laughs) Sorry. I went somewhere for a while. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) And in the middle of the merriment, a show broke out. Sorry. Anyway, they were from, they were pastors and they were heading to Of course they were. (laughs) The men were bringing a mud man food truck. What? Hang on, Michelle's on the floor. (laughs) Do we need the bucket? What are we looking at? No, you don't need the bucket. No, not the bucket. She needs uh, the Heimlich. The Heimlich. Heimlich. (laughs) Chad, do the Heimlich maneuver. Well, it's part of a non-profit that sells hamburgers to raise money for Pottersfield Ministries. Never heard of it, but, you know, buy a hamburger. The, the thing that Judas bought with or, his 30 pieces of silver. They named it after that. Wow. Ooh, look at that. I was thinking about Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there's a fine line between the Bible and Harry Potter, isn't there? <laughs> The men were on the Ontario, oops, I'm sorry, Ohio Turnpike. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to have to say to you, just choose one libation. Don't either go with the wine or go with the Bloody Mary. I'm really not thinking. This is the best show ever. (laughs) For you it might be. I'm having a different experience. And I'm drinking tea. (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) Well, it was the Ohio Turnpike in Newton Township on November 12th, around 8 p.m., when the food truck broke down. Bryant and Cole stayed with the vehicle while the others took a van to get a repair part. He was in the cab of the truck, and I was in the back 
of the truck. I was using a generator in the back of the truck <laughs> to charge our cell phones because that's how we do it down there. Wow. All of a sudden, he became overwhelmed with a sort of a vision. The he kind said, you get from carbon monoxide from your generator. That's right, from being in the trunk <laughs> of the truck. <laughs> pretty predominant thought that the truck it was gonna get hit in the haze of my fog in the back <laughs> of, of the, the truck. truck. <laughs> he immediately grabbed his phone okay. All right. <laughs> and jumped out of the vehicle. At the same time Cole was jumping out of the front cab. So thank God he grabbed his Dang phone. They both made it out with only seconds to spare before the entire food truck was crushed and mangled beyond recognition. Nobody's getting their hamburgers tonight. Right. Ohio State Patrol troopers who responded to the accident told WJW the men most certainly would have been killed had they been inside the vehicle during the impact. God has kept us safe. God has kept us alive because i love god god nice. loves me everybody's happy he loves me i'm pleased for him <laughs> <laughs> both absolutely believe they know who saved them and why we have come to the conclusion that it was jesus he allowed this to happen for me to be able to share this story for people to know that our heavenly father above Hallelujah, is, brother. is mindful of us in our truck and our hamburgers. What if God was one of us or heaven's above? You decide. Go to our Facebook site what questions and answers. That was a lot of work for two points, Morris. Oh, man. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. Joan Collins has revealed how she believes her late sister Jackie may be keeping up the communication between them from beyond the grave. Mm. The actress, 85. Can you believe Joan Collins is 85? Uh, no, yeah. I know. I remember watching her. She was 100 When I was then. like seven. Told the Observer that a fly appears next to her. All the time, and she believes it could be Jackie <laughs> the fly. Oh, that's fly? so weird. She needs <laughs> fly traps. Yeah. Jackie, who died in 2015 after a secret battle with breast cancer. This is Jackie the fly. This is uh, she eats poo all day and then regurgitates sick all over it. So it she, must be her, mustn't it? She thinks her right. sister is a fly. This is what she's saying. Oh God. Do you believe that little flies or butterflies or something can be old souls? No. People that you knew. No. I have this little flyer that comes near me all the time. It's really strange. Don't flies only live for a couple of days? Like 24 hours or something. Yeah, you get like, like a, yeah. a mayfly. I think houseflies only live for a week or two. Yeah. I think it may be my sister. I know that sounds weird. And I don't know whether I believe in the afterlife or not. My opinion is still out to lunch about that. But it is weird if she's got flies on her lunch. Yeah, something's out of one. It is weird that wherever I go, at least two or three come to me. Wherever I am, mm. if I'm in France, the fly comes along. 
French flies. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. oh no, oh no, you did. Don't put oh, ketchup on no. Oh, French flies. I love this show. But I mean, she was the closest person to me for many years. And with me being the oldest sister, she kind of worshipped me in a way. The novelist who spent most of her life in America and became a U.S. citizen in 1960 wrote 32 books, all of which made it into the New York Times bestseller list. The queen of the bonk buster stayed busy. Bonk buster? That's what they call it. Even in her final days, she traveled to London to appear on Loose Women just nine days before her death. Mm. Collins was born in Hampstead, London in 1937 and had helped starting her career from her father, who was a theatrical agent whose clients included Shirley Bassey, The Beatles and Tom Jones. Wow. That's not unusual. <laughs> she no. was. Uh-uh. You can't get away <laughs> with that. Expelled no. from a private school for girls at the age of 15 after throwing her school uniform into the Thames. As a young stage singer, she appeared alongside the likes of Des O'Connor and reportedly had an affair with Marlon Brando when she was just 15 years old and he Ooh. was 20. Nine spirit oh. of a fly, or it's all pie in the sky. You decide. Mm. Go to our Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. You will find that story for yourself in glorious Technicolor. As I wind my way to a fantastic, heavenly four points. Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of ghosts and hauntings? Oh, video footage shows the moment the man is talking with two others about a potential purchase inside a shop. Then, from top left of the screen, a strange orb appears. No, you said we don't do those. Okay, she's right. You're on minus 10, Michelle. (laughs) (laughs) The good Lord giveth. He was in the lead as well. You had eight. That's unbelievable. She gave me the finger. Don't throw it away. I want to hear the rest of the story. It's gone. It flew across. The orb is gone. The other side. Of the room as we move into the round, it is the strange and the bizarre. Chad's on four, Heather's on two, Adrian's on four, and Michelle's on minus ten. <laughs> look at the face on it, look. Look at our bottom lips. Oh, no. Wrinkled she up. looks like grumpy from the freaking seven door. That's not good. <laughs> Gotta well, sleep sometimes. Let's hope we get to feel grumpy a bit later on. <laughs> this is the round of UFOs and cryptozoology. It's green men. And hairy beasties. A camera dropped 1,300 meters below the ocean's surface, <laughs> and what it captures is bizarre. It's an octopus. Sticky. In it's the bunk. footage, a strange alien life figure can be seen floating just above the seabed at 1,300 meters below the surface. It's bunk. If you're playing the bell, bunk, and snow <laughs> drinking game, you can take your first shot of the it's... evening wherever you are around the world. Moving closer to the object, the terrifying figure appears to be made almost entirely of tentacles. It's Nostradamus' dinner. It's a giant sea squid. Get over it. A beam of light can also be seen glowing from what appears to be the sea monster's head. Yeah. Unsurprisingly, viewers were confused as to what had been found off of the coast of Angola. It's still a squid. Africa. One perplexed viewer wrote, Looks like some kind of vegetable, a, a root of some sort. Perhaps it was a turnip, Miss Morris. Or a squid. Another wrote, <laughs> I'm not sure what I'm looking at. Is that a jellyfish? Perhaps it's Nostrosamus' recipe book. Or a squid. Or a squid. I thought it looked like a jellyfish. I mean, 
It's not bunk. It's just a deep sea animal. It's a squid. Others pointed out the creature's strange likeness to noodles. Or a squid. With one person commentating, I will never look at ramen in the same way again. (laughs) Release the ramen. (laughs) Or the squid. However, one deep sea specialist managed to identify the creature as a siphonus. A what? A, a siphonophore. A siphonophore. Or a squid. I played the siphonophore in the school orchestra <laughs> for many years. Mm-hmm. Chad was set next to me. He used to play on the linoleum. <laughs> With the suckers? Right. A siphonophore is a strange jellyfish-like marine being which clones itself in order to grow. How many men are doing that at home at the moment? Oh. They're actually made up of tons of tiny organisms, thus their extraterrestrial appearance. Alien jellyfish or a load of old piss. You decide, go to our Facebook site. More questions wow, and answers with Adrian Lee and you will see the story for yourself in Glorious Technical. And Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of UFOs and cryptozoology? Floyd Mayweather's next opponent is likely to need a performance out of this world if he wants to beat the undefeated American. But mm. thankfully, Tenshin Nakashawa, the Japanese sensation, Believes in the extraterrestrials. Yeah. <laughs> if you say it three you, times, we get a wish. What are you looking at me like that for, Lee? I like all the movements. We miss this on the radio. They don't see you dancing around the studio. Yeah, that's true. We're only thirty-five dollars away from a video. This Ooh. is a very physical show, but people don't get to see the yeah, physical exactly. violence. It's oh. like Laurel and Hardy in here. It can be. She's tried pushing be. a piano up a flight of stairs three <laughs> oh, times. Oh, I thought it meant up your wazoo. <laughs> Lovely. This is when the, she's had a drink and the violence is kicking in. Two, two Wait drinks. till the coke hits. <laughs> wow. The money's opponent is relatively unknown in these shores, but one thing we do know is that Nakashawa believes in aliens. In an interview with MixedMartialArts.com last year, the young fighter admitted he reckons extraterrestrial life exists. The interviewer asked, do you believe there is life in outer space? And if so, have they visited Earth? And he said, there is definitely life outside of Earth for sure. I believe they were here before us. It'd be ridiculous to think there isn't life on other planets. There's like 400 oh, I know. billion planets out there. If there's not a piece of moss growing on a tree stump somewhere, I would be amazed. I shall give you two points, Michelle. You're now up to a very hedonistic minus eight as we sprint into the final round. It is the strange <laughs> and the bizarre the stories from around the world that are too good not to read out. But don't fit easily into any other category. Miss Morris, what have you got for me first in the round of this? I got lots of fun stuff. Let's oh, go good. for it. Are you ready? Probably. A 600-pound <laughs> Floridian. Or Florida, wow. whatever you want to say. Man. Florida! Yeah! Florida! Has been arrested for scamming restaurants in 2007. He actually was offered a plea deal when prosecutors discovered it was too expensive to incarcerate him because he's just too big, fat, large bulbous whatever you want to say <laughs> according to the or- <laughs> yeah <laughs> according to the orlando sentinel george dolicure 38 is infamous for ordering food and then complaining about the quality and refusing to pay after he eats it now this just isn't him ordering a whopper and saying i didn't get an extra pickle the beast thief once devoured Five milkshakes that brings all the boys to the yard oh, before. Oh, <laughs> <they eat them. 
Damn right. It's better than yours. Before My bait is better than yours. Before finding a hair in the shake and then refusing to pay. Jaquar or Jeroquai or whatever he's Jamiroquai? called. Jamiroquai was arrested in He's not a space cowboy, is he by any chance? Probably. Was arrested in 2007 after downing nearly $50 of beef jerky from the 7-Eleven, then claiming Whoa. the last few scraps were moldy. Damn that moldy jerky. Police tracked him down. 50 bucks of molded jerky. Seven (laughs) or eight packages. Yeah, they (laughs) tracked him down and then arrested him. The beef jerky, it got me. At least that's what he said. You're going to win an Oscar. It got me in the guts. (laughs) Got you in the guts. (laughs) What? I started this show five years ago as a serious... I'm having such a good time. Paranoid, Yes. I'm, I'm sure no one else can say the same at this moment in time. <laughs> That's it. One type of alcohol next week. You're not mixing drinks. We're not doing the wine bloody Mary combo again. <laughs> uh, was was well, he was charged. With Why am I here? Why am I here? Jameer Kwai was charged with <laughs> five felony counts. Felony? What? Yeah, for petty theft because he was eating the moldy jerky. Nice. How, how on he, earth is that a felony? I don't know. He became ill and then bedridden, that bastard. <laughs> he now resides in a nursing facility and relies on a respirator to breathe. Not so funny oh, now, is bugger. it? No, oh, it's still funny. complains it's about the food there. It's <laughs> still funny. Oh, after prosecutors discovered that the state would have to foot the bill for Jameer Kwai or Jaleer Kors medical care. They offered a plea deal. He's in his prison cell, said the assistant state attorney, Kanye Ware. <laughs> Kanye West? <laughs> I know I was going to say it, but I thought I'd steer away. Oh, sorry. He's not getting out of that then they're bad. He's just too fat. I almost wish I knew oh. the person. I shall give you two I know. I know. very jerked points, Miss Morris. Points. Michelle has the last story of the evening in the round of S&B. What have you got for me, Michelle? Oh, this is from Byron, Illinois. Administrators at an Illinois high school suspended 10 football players for stripping naked and running across the field with Oreo cookies between their buttocks. How do you dunk them in the milk? That comes later. You have to have a squat. <laughs> if you can run across a football field with an Oreo cookie, I feel like you'd be able to dunk it in milk. Do you eat your own Oreo cookie or someone else's? Oh, God. Just saying. You, this country is very you odd. Think? You know this, what? This would I... not happen in Britain. This is a very Where odd country. Where does your mind go, Lee? Where does my mind go? There's people in Illinois running naked across playing fields with Oreos stuffed like up their bottom. Like you never thought of it. <laughs> what? You're just uh, jealous. You I do chocolate chip. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> nice. Dub the Oreo run, the streaking incident was voluntary and not related to hazing, according to the Byron High School Voluntarily officials. putting double stuff in your bum. <laughs> <laughs> Any cookie. Any cookie. They're no, doing it no. wrong. No, especially double stuff. It's double stuff yeah. Oreo. Actually, it's gotta be. 
According to a letter to parents obtained by the paper, the incident happened on October 26th, but school officials did not learn about it until November 8th. Oh. When everybody got sick. No. After the election. <laughs> Parents were called the next day. It's unclear if the students were suspended from class. It was reported promptly and relayed to me, and I immediately directed that an investigation take place, said volunteer assistant coach Sean Constantine. How do you investigate that? Well, exactly. Police are looking into it. Oh, <laughs> no, they're not. Can you imagine being the guy who has to call the parents? Like, the first time you hear about it, you're like, just... What? what? They did what? <laughs> I'm sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Johnson. Little Johnny's been was in a lot of hi- trouble. Was it Hydrox or Oreo? <laughs> well, the detail makes all the difference, doesn't yeah. it? Right. They were suspended for three games, most of the players, and unfortunately, one of those games was the state championship, wah, which wah, they lost. Wah, wah. Oh. It was their only loss of the season. Damn you, Oreo. It puts new light on the term wide receiver. Oh! <laughs> or tight end. Oh, I love this show. I'm with you guys. going to try it. Awesome times. <laughs> we now enter the round that we call Not For Your Mother. So thank you for coming to find us on one of our platforms. If you'd be kind enough to press the little orange love heart. If you're listening on SoundCloud or write us a nice review on iTunes. Or tune in radio, we'd be very, very grateful. You've tuned in because we cannot read these out on air on the Dark Matter Digital Network. There's stories from around the world this week that are laden with filth and sexuality. And we would get into a lot of trouble if we read those out yeah. on air. But some people say it's their favorite part of the show. If your mother's Maybe. of a nervous disposition, she needs to be removed. If you've small children running around then you need to kick them into the cellar and give them bread and cheese. (laughs) (laughs) Just reminiscing about my childhood. You have been warned. Proposals are almost as big as the wedding itself, with people pulling out all of the stops for the perfect Insta-worthy moment. In keeping with the trend, one woman shared her proposal story online. But it's not your traditional getting down on one knee. Oh, God. The unnamed woman shared a photo of a diamond sparkler on her finger, holding her fiancé's hand. But it's the caption which has really caught people's imaginations. All right. It seems her man decided to go for a risque proposal by hiding the ring in his nether regions. What? And seemingly, well, I shall continue and you shall find out, seemingly very happy with her ring, the woman took the opportunity to give some pearls of wisdom to other women hoping to bag themselves a husband. She wrote, Last night, he asked me to perform an act of intimate physical closeness. No, I'm not going to get a ring from a fellatio forest. But... (laughs) Is that in Lord of the Rings? Didn't have to go on the way to... Is that what you're saying? That's on the way to Mordor, isn't it? Isn't that where the spiders were? (laughs) Yeah, it's on the map. I put my hands on his junk, and this is what I pulled out. He is truly a blessing in my life. I wouldn't ask oh, for no. anything no. else. He's no. obviously uh, giving her a lot of incentive there to uh-uh. carry on with the deed. That says a lot. But he's no. wrapped her ring up. 
No. In his business. Uh-uh. And uh, that's when it was presented to her in all its I... glorious, glistening... Oh, God. Shiny glory. And now they're getting married, apparently. So, <laughs> something to talk about at the wedding reception in front of your parents. Oh, how did you get engaged? This is oh, where we are. Okay. If you wish to see that story and the pictures that go with it. <gasps> with the fellatio forest. You're sick. They're on our Facebook site, oh, More God. Questions and Answers, with Adrian Lee, Miss no. Morris. What have you got for us tonight in the round of NFM? I'm recovering from the forest, but I will help you. A California yoga teacher who performed fellatio, because that's how I got fellatio for us. Do you see how that goes? I used to date a yoga instructor, and then when we split up, it left me in a very difficult position. Oh, God. (laughs) Well. I love this show. You're so wrong. Teacher who performed fellatio on himself (gasps) was rushed into Malibu Urgent Care Center this week after doctors had to surgically remove his own penis from his throat i don't believe a word Bump. Nope. <laughs> no it was oh. stuck in there oh, like i don't want to blow my own trumpet but i was very good at yoga oh it wasn't go... a tuba it was just a trumpet huh how about a bugle <laughs> a french horn madam Oh. Wait a minute. Okay. If only he could cook, he wouldn't need to get married. And get breast implants. Oh, nice. God, with squeaky toys. Yeah. His own junk yes. got stuck in his own throat. Throat. Yeah, I saw a picture. It How did he call the police? Phenomenal. How did he call the. You saw his a picture of this. His hands were free. His hands were free. Oh, he texted it. Was it was hands free. <laughs> Alexa, call 911. Don't shout that out. We've got an Alexa. We'll have the police knock on the door. Wouldn't be the first time. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, Marvin. Big Marvin. Big Marvin. Marvin Lebinsky. <laughs> Marvin Lebowski, what is it? Lebowski, Lebowski, the big Lebowski, Lebowski thirty nine, stuck in your throat. <laughs> who was practicing a Tibetan? This is form. a joke. Because no, he, it wasn't. I joke. saw pictures. He had a tracheotomy and everything. In the big Lebowski, he says, "What are you doing? Are you doing yoga?" And she says, "No, this helps me to conceive." Oh my God! It's you should joke. see pictures of this business. Who was practicing was Tibetan it? form of tantric yoga at? the time of the incident managed to contact <laughs> before eventually losing consciousness moments later Lebowski Lewinsky whatever you want to call him a Malibu yoga instructor who specializes in teaches I gotta say this word I can't do it Karma Mundre is that right? I have no uh-huh. idea. I have no expert. Let's pretend it's right. Let's Tamamundre. Okay. At a Valayandra Buddhist technique of sexual practice with a physical or visualized consort said he should have been more prudent in his practice. No shit. Had I used lubricant 
None of this would have happened. What? No, it usually get, doesn't get, get stuck in the back of my throat I like this. Don't believe a word. Usually, what? yeah. Was it hooked? When the mushroom on it? Yeah. When the mushroom swells. <laughs> when the mushroom does it swells. Form an anchor. <laughs> when the mushroom swells, you will see three men come towards you. That should so be the title of a book. <laughs> you want? There's when the mushroom there. swells by Neville Shute. <laughs> Neville Shute wrote a town like Alice, didn't he? <laughs> That's so wrong. <laughs> would have happened yeah usually doesn't get stuck in the back of my throat like this <sighs> what's worse the fact that this happened to him or he's happy to go on be interviewed that That's he's right. used mm. techniques that he needs to use in the future because he has tried it i, I think he's gonna get a lot of business it's got to be the flavored lube because you don't want the unflavored lube that's kind of gross i would not know I don't know such wonders. <laughs> Are you done? No. No, okay. Lewinsky Lebowski Lebinsky admits that even though he has had 12 years of experience, you know, fellatiating, <laughs> as a teacher of Kamenandre techniques, nice. he nice. should have never attempted that risky maneuver by himself. He should have had somebody else shove his willy in his mouth. <laughs> Remember, kids, this Here, was done by a trained professional. In your right. mouth! Like this! Again, this is why we can't have cameras in the studio. <laughs> that there should be cameras in the studio for this. Although, <laughs> tantric sex is usually practiced with a partner. I didn't know that. What is it, a tag team? This is what Sting does, isn't it? Yeah, it's just meditating. It's no, and... don't say that. I used to love Sting in professional wrestling. WWF. <laughs> <he> was... <laughs> I'm losing my grip best. on the day. Are you anywhere near finished? I want to go <laughs> no, to the bar. No, it's, it's a tantric who's... story. No, she's nowhere near finished. <laughs> hours. <laughs> and I'm doing it by myself. Hours. Leave me alone. I'm pleasure. by myself. <laughs> Michelle. WWF does have a sting just let, to let you know. Anyway, he thought he was highly evolved in spiritual beings yes. with whom sex becomes an expression of divine union. <laughs> with and yourself. A conduit yeah. for consciousness. And he's asking for, um, he's offering free yoga classes for a GoFundMe. In which he case, he's trying to recoup. And I'll say it again. $236,000 worth of damage because they had to surgically remove his penis from his mouth. Wow. It's enough Ta-da! to put you off of yoga for life. 
Michelle, what have you got for me tonight in the round of Not For Your Mother? Well, laboring over a cake, only to have it turn out a little pear-shaped, is a struggle almost all bakers have encountered. But one mom experienced a baking fail, more disastrous than most, when the cake she made for her daughter's first birthday ended up looking very rude. I don't know, one of my favorite things to do is to look at those, um, like it's the beautiful, perfect cake, and then the one that someone made. Oh, nailed it. Mm-hmm. Oh, you have to yeah. watch that show. I love it. On I like Netflix, those. it's yep. called Nailed It. Nailed It. It's oh, my favorite. Yep. When you get a little gingerbread house with all the icing yes. on it, all looking very Christmassy, and you've got a pile of rubble. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Wait, is that in the running for after Oak Island is done, we can go to Nailed It? Submitting the embarrassing baking mishap to Awkward Family Photos Instagram page, one anonymous user wrote, A friend made this cake for her daughter's first birthday. No one said a word. No, not one. Not one. Because it looks like a one. I know, got it. (laughs) Modeled in the shape of a number one, this awkward first birthday cake is slathered in pink icing. It has the birthday girl's name written down the front. Although the mum saw nothing wrong with the baking handiwork, let's just say the cake resembled something a little ruder than just a number one. Taking to the comments to poke fun at the phallic-shaped masterpiece, one user simply stated, I have no words. Commenting on the color of the icing, another wrote, A different color of frosting really would have made all the difference in the world. Chocolate. (laughs) (laughs) And downplaying the mum's baking oversight, one user added, It's the thought that counts. Nice. Yeah. Cake Willie. Oh, don't be so silly. You can go to our Facebook site and see that for yourself. In all its throbbing, glorious technical. (laughs) And Miss Morris, you have the last story of the evening in the round of Not For Your Mother. Are you serious? Of course you do. Oh, oh, it's very seasonal, and I'm so happy. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm good to and you. And I've had a Bloody Mary. And no, you had a bloody, wine. you had a bloody wary, is what you had, <laughs> That's right. or a mine. Did you have a mine or a wary? I'm so excited <laughs> that I just can't hide it. I'm about to lose control, and I just can't hide it. Well, a kid has accidentally brought a blow-up doll to school. Show and tell. For, I found this in my dad's closet. For the nativity scene. <gasps> oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> Look at Mary. She's got a big oh open god. wide mouth and her oh, own hair. I cried when I read this story. Oh my god. Last Thursday, a Scotland mom was embarrassed when she realized she had sent her five-year-old son to a oh, nativity with a sex doll. What? Helen Cox, yes, that's unfortunate, (laughs) 46 says she purchased a blow-up sheep on Amazon. (laughs) Who hasn't? (laughs) Without realizing what it actually was. (gasps) Until her son Alfie was sent home from school because of it. (laughs) They shouldn't have sent him home. He's only five. Darn you, Alfie. Ruined everything. This is why shepherds wash their flocks at night. I just couldn't believe it. I don't know whether to laugh or cry. How am I going to explain this to teachers? This mom of two said, 
I have no idea if they've seen it was a sex toy. <laughs> and that's what sent him home. I'm mortified. Right. <laughs> They're from London, right? Yeah. Scotland. <laughs> Cox says she was confused when Elfie got in trouble for having it at school. <laughs> Oh, oh, poor nice. Elfie. When he got home, she realized the doll, which had been listed online as Labrie's Kids Boys Brown Shepherd Costume Inflatable Sheet Nativity Fancy Dressed Outfit, <gasps> and had a large hole in its bottom, along with painted on eyelashes. And don't forget the red lips, the cherry red lips. Um, ah, yeah. I told him, you can't have this sheep, Alfie. But he kept asking, why? Why can't I have the sheep, Mama? It's almost like we're there, isn't it? It's like Little House on the Prairie. Yes. <laughs> right. Right. Going right London back version. to Scotland. <laughs> so, oh shit, I lost my She's story. dropped her script on the <laughs> floor. So I had to ask Alfie. I said, why do you want to keep the sheep? Don't look. (laughs) But she looked. I love her. You did not before you come in my room. And he said, but I love the sheep. See? I love the sheep, Mama. (laughs) Mama, I love the sheep. This sheep looks odd, or it's just the Lamb of God. You decide. Go to our Facebook site. More questions than answers. With Adrian Lee. <laughs> Heather had a little lamb. She thought it rather silly to throw it up into the air. <laughs> Poor Elfie. Yeah, it's rough trots, isn't it? Can you imagine on your resume? Why were you expelled from school? Well, you'll laugh when I tell you. Yeah. True story. True story. It starts out when I was five and I brought Heather sex snorted. If you're playing the Bell Funkin' Snort drinking did. game, you can have some wary. That was full on, Heather. Laughter is, of course, the best medicine. You're all cured now. Oh, wow. Well, all good things come to an end. So let's look at tonight's scores in last place with the K2 meter and the dead battery finish. Finishing fourth is Michelle, who scored minus eight points for bringing up a story that had an orb in it. She gets a hamburger with two pastas, a broken down semi in Ohio, a telephone call to God, and carbon monoxide poisoning. I and feel an that's Oreo. a lot. That's a lot for fourth place, isn't it? Can I have she an Oreo? She needs an Oreo. And double a, stuff. A wine. You Mary? want Oreo in a, a wine? A wine bloody, a bloody wine, Mary. She wants a wary. <laughs> Drink up your wary. We're going home. <laughs> it's like the Grodker, isn't it? In third Grodka. place is Chad, who scored a rather remarkable four points. He wins some Ooh, flyer well paper, done. some love jam, and a collection of 1970s erotica. I can make my own love jam. Oh, nice. Oh, I can make my excellent. own 70s erotica. Well, you gave me the, uh, 
the recipe. In second place was myself. I scored five points. I get to push a piano up a flight of stairs with a bag of coke with a morbidly obese <laughs> man and a skinny guy with learning difficulties. In first place, <laughs> winning the $32,000 oh IR <laughs> camera, drinking oh the, the bloody wary. I love the bloody Heather Morris, who scored six points tonight. She wins a bag of mouldy jerky, a hairy milkshake. Don't you wish you had the video now? (laughs) Oh, my. And a week in an oxygen tent, apparently. I'll give her one of my Oreos. Well, you're very philanthropic. I want the double stuff. Do not fear, listener. Remember, we're back with a whole new bunch of drunken madness next week at the same time. And I would love for you to join me for a fun and informative journey through the world of the paranormal, (laughs) strange, intriguing, bizarre, and weird. Please tell your friends and family about the show and feel free to contact me anytime via my Facebook site. More questions and answers with Adrian Lee. And you can also join my Twitter account at Adrian underscore Lee underscore tips. You're about to hear our German classical music outro. So why not jump over to SoundCloud? We do an extra 20 to 25 minutes on there. If you go to SoundCloud.com, search for MQTA Radio and you will get a little Easter egg, I believe they are called. You've been listening to More Questions Than Answers, the only paranormal news quiz show anywhere in the world with your host, Adrian Lee. We are the very best in paranormal news radio entertainment, the light before the darkness. Don't forget to join us Tuesday, 8 p.m. Central Time on our Facebook site for a live chat whilst watching The Curse of Oak Island. My gratitude and gracious thanks are extended to Lorna Hunter, Heather Morris, Shaton Drainer, Chad Peters, Michelle Corey, and all of the International Paranormal Society into Paranormal.net. And all of the show's sponsors, including the Lakes Area, Paranormal Interest Group, and MUFON of Minnesota. It just remains for me to say thank you for listening, and remember, be interested 